Hey guys, you're welcome to Podcasting with the Authoress. The Authoress is a creative company on its way to being a creative empire. We're really just here to tell stories, but in a very interesting way. Interesting, eccentric, you know, just different. And podcasting is just one of the ways that we're here to tell stories. So I hope you have a good time listening. Hey guys! <laughs> hey everybody! Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to another episode of Podcasting with the Authoress. It's Blessing Makura for the Authoress NG and you know the vibe! <laughs> I'm sure everybody can tell how excited I am, but like, guys, I missed you. I missed you guys so much. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Did you Did you guys miss me? <laughs> I missed you guys so, so, so much. I have gist or updates for you guys, I guess, but this episode is going to be a relaxed one. We're just going to be conversing. I talk to myself normally, so don't worry. It's not weird for me. <laughs> It's not weird for me to just sit down in my room and be talking to myself. It's actually not weird. So right now, I'm literally just seated in my room, on my bed, with my heart-shaped pillow in between my legs, you know, just chilling in my sweatpants and sports bra. Ironically, before me is a heavy plate of food. <laughs> Very heavy. I don't know who sent me you. But I decided to cook two super packs of Indomie. And now I'm just looking at myself. I'm literally just looking at myself because how am I going to finish it? We'll find out. I'll probably eat for the next three hours, but we'll find out. As well as two bottles of water because I drink a lot of water when I eat. (laughs) I don't think I can eat without drinking water. And I know some people will be judging me like, ah, blessing. So you're just going to be talking on your podcast instead of eating your Indomie while it's hot. Well, I don't like hot food. I don't even know how you people that like hot food used to eat it. Hot food tastes like hot water to me. I can't taste the ingredients, like the spices and everything. So I don't enjoy eating hot food. And I don't enjoy eating hot Indomie either. I know some of you will now say, I ain't going to put it in the freezer. Those of you that say that, I don't like you. Because why? Why? Why is it that if one extreme does not work out, then I'm just looking for the other extreme? Why can't you just meet me in the middle? Uh-uh. Anyway, I like warm food, okay? And warm more on the side of cold rather than warm more on the side of hot, if that makes any sense. Anywho, this episode is supposed to be a relaxing episode. You know, I should put on candles and just play sweet music and just... Whew, I've not been in a good mood for a while. So this episode is just, you know, us talking about stuff. Just talking. We're just talking, you know. Well, I'm talking to myself for the most part, but, you know. <laughs> I'm going to share it with you guys, and so we're just talking, okay? Um, Let me start by telling you guys about my birthday. I think we left off in that, you know, space. I was telling you guys to set money aside because in August, person was going to tell that's was going to turn 25 and, you know, money was needed. So, Blessing made a birthday wish list, which she published on social media and did sort of a countdown thing until the 20th of August 2021 when she turned 25. So, Blessing's 25th birthday wish list. The first thing on the list was prayers. Hmm. 
I did get a good amount of prayers. So thank you to people who, you know, ticked that off my birthday wish list. The second thing was money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Interestingly, in August, my mom's school, we had summer lessons. Um, I call it summer camp because that's what I was used to growing up. But anyway, he, they called it summer classes. So we had summer classes and I was teaching there at my mom's school and I got paid for the month but what I'm getting paid is not like you know a huge amount or something but that's fine what I'm saying is I also needed money and I always ask for money <laughs> like all my birthdays I generally just ask for money this most times when I ask for money people do this answer me but this year people ha- people showed up and showed out okay <laughs> I was actually so excited. I literally woke up to credit alerts on my birthday. I was honored. I, I, was, I felt good, you know. People sent me money and then it was nice. Some people even missed my birthday and they're like, oh my God, bless me, I'm so sorry. Because I was like, if anybody missed my birthday, any apology you want to tender, you must back it up with cash. And someone actually did and it was so nice. I don't want to name names, but honestly, I'm so grateful. The money that I received on my birthday went a long way. So thank you guys so much. Number three is love and support for the authoress NG. Hmm. I think when I put it on the wish list and then I was counting down to my birthday, some people actually took the time to go to the page and hit that follow button. And I was very happy with that. It was a handful of people, but it was nice. Then on my birthday, something interesting happened. I think... um. Okay, so let me take us back a little. Growing up, nursery, primary school, everybody always had their birthday in school. And I never had my birthday in school because I was born in August. I don't think I generally felt left out. But then there was a point I started feeling left out. Like, oh my God, I want to celebrate my birthday with my classmates in school too. But that wasn't really going to work because I was born in August. And eventually, I think my 13th birthday was the first, apart from my first birthday, where like, they, they threw a party for me. I was not aware of that. <laughs> I just have pictures from the event. Um, I think my 13th birthday was the next time that, you know, there was a party thrown for me. And that one was in my house. And it was mostly people from church as well because most of my classmates, most of my classmates or most of my schoolmates that were my friends at the time I was 13, so I was in high school, were not in worry. Yeah, most of my classmates were... Most of my schoolmates that were my friends were most likely in like Abuja or Lagos or Potakot or something. They shall not worry. Interestingly, so it was mostly people from church and then my family, my sister and her family were around. It was it was cute. <laughs> it was nice. It was actually the first time I got my period and it was on my birthday. It was so awkward. I was sick before then and then my mom made this pepper soup. That somehow just seemed to cure my illness <laughs> before my birthday. But then on my birthday, I got my first period like ever. It was so awkward because I just kept, I was so uncomfortable. I just kept thinking, oh my God, I'm stained. And I was wearing this white, white dress. It wasn't a white dress per se. It, it, it was a really patterned dress, but it had white, blue and red, like a floral dress. And I was just really scared I was going to get stained. I was very uncomfortable. But everybody seemed to at least have a reasonable, reasonably good day. And then I think later on, I think when I was turning 16, I was in SS2 or so. And um, 
we had what's that thing called extension yeah we're preparing for all the high school exams yx cie jam neko and then we had extension as the people that would be writing ss3 exams and i was in school and my friends were really nice i even got this cute picture taken of me where i was wearing my sister's jean jacket over our housewear uniform and then i got like this charm bracelet i think that was the first time i got a charm bracelet from one of my friends it was pretty awkward but then it was nice because i wasn't used to people like being present to tell me happy birthday but i did get a lot a lot of birthday messages i used to be very overwhelmed with birthday messages on my birthday starting from high school ha huh, i was overwhelmed and in high school i knew a good number of people like i had i think most people were friends with me yeah friends even like a little more than acquaintances but i had a few close friends but like most people were friends with me and then like other people were acquaintances acquaintances could say oh happy birthday on the group chat but friends we had each other's numbers i have a lot of phone numbers by the way and then uni as well sort of added to the numbers because uni i joined i started off uni by joining a lot of groups a lot of clubs i was in the church choir I was in this group called Epic. I was on the athletics team. I was everywhere. <laughs> and of course, that introduced me to a lot more people. And it was really nice. I think like 400 level, I just started like backing out from all the groups because I realized it was affecting my academics um, in addition to boy problems. So I was like, nah, I want to be serious with school. <laughs> so I started like leaving all those groups and clubs and everything. But the point is, I did have a lot of contacts and I was constantly overwhelmed by birthday messages on my birthday like a lot of messages on my birthday but this year i wasn't overwhelmed with birthday messages i rarely got birthday messages i was able to pace myself i wasn't overwhelmed with it i wasn't it wasn't my phone was not like flooded i wasn't getting a lot of phone calls all those things and i think over the years the number of people who wish me happy birthday has reduced drastically and this year i mean last year i noticed it and i think it sort of affected my mood but then this year i think the numbers even reduced further hmm that's interesting i think it means my circle is getting smaller but then i also think i have a role to play in it because i haven't like i'm not great with communication um i mean people from high school I'd really like chat them up. I think again, cause I always just had a close, a small close group of friends. So sometimes we talk, but then the general group of friends that I had, like general people I'd refer to as friends. I don't even think we've talked in years, in years actually. Some of us still like follow each other on social media. And then maybe like if I post a picture, they're like, oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, you look great. And vice versa but like we don't exactly have conversations and everything so on my birthday despite the countdown to the date and posting my wish list and everything i didn't quite get a lot of messages now i did not have a problem with it i actually felt more relief than disappointment i think i felt like 10 percent disappointment 90 percent relief okay um but eventually i wanted to use the opportunity to tell people to follow the authors ng so i sent a broadcast message towards like 
10 p.m of the day and then i got more birthday messages then because he was saying oh hey it's my birthday i know the day is almost ended but you know please follow this page on my behalf and a good number of people followed i think the numbers went from about 79 followers to a hundred and something followers between the time i sent the bc and then the next day what do you call the day after your birthday the boxing day of my birthday <laughs> yeah so the numbers increased and it was pretty encouraging okay um and then we move on to gifts so gifts the first gift i asked for was paid vacation i actually got this I got a paid vacation to Asaba for the weekend to Friday, Saturday. I left on Friday, I was there on Saturday, and then I returned on Sunday. So it was very short, but it was a paid vacation. It was close to home, and it was very nice. It was very interesting, this paid vacation, because I was with a friend. A friend paid for the vacation, and then I spent time with a friend. And I realized during this paid vacation that I am... (laughs) I am such an introvert. I think like before, I just used to say it because, you know, I enjoy my own company. Guys, I've been talking to myself for about 12 minutes and I'm probably going to keep talking to myself for the next 20 minutes. So like, this is not a problem for me. Do you understand? This is something I can do on my own. Most times, it's not like I will sit down and be having conversations out loud with myself, but my brain is constantly reeling and I'm constantly thinking all the time sometimes i literally just want to take a break but my brain doesn't do that except i have like an active distraction like i'm watching a movie or i'm laughing at a funny video on social media something of the sort i have to take a breather because i've been talking for so long (sighs) okay so yeah this paid vacation um i was in the hotel room and the hotel was actually a very nice hotel i've forgotten the name now it was a very nice hotel in asaba and it had a pool area and the pool area also had like food and a bar and the staff they were actually really nice and everything but as it turns out i think i had data issues at the time so it would have been nice for me to at least step out okay yeah the hotel didn't have wi-fi or at least i didn't have wi-fi in the room So it would have been nice for me to step out because, of course, my friend leaves there. So they were not there with me throughout the day or something. And I'll just be alone in the room and I will not go out. I'll just be there. Like there's literally a bar and did he have a balcony? I think he had a balcony. Like I could see people, you know, enjoying themselves, listening to music, taking a swim, hanging out at the bar. And I'll just be in the room. What's funny is I really don't need another person to like go out and enjoy myself ish. Like I don't need to like go to a restaurant with someone or go to the bar with someone or go for a swim with someone, right? I can do that on my own. And I was there on my own for a while and I I didn't go out. I just stayed in the room and I was actually just there editing videos, editing my birthday video. Check at the authoress ng on instagram for the birthday videos i speak of okay <laughs> so yeah i was just there like editing videos because i wasn't my data was like i had issues with data so i was editing videos and when i wasn't editing videos i was reading this book that i've been reading on my phone literally instead of me to like go out and stuff the good thing with my friend was they had like an itinerary of stuff that we could do when i was in asaba 
which worked for me because left to me i was just going to be indoors for a while so we did see a movie together free guy and then we got like pizza shawarma ice cream all the good stuff and i think at a point we just went for a drive because i just needed a drive and the truth is going to asaba i was largely depressed um i felt numb that's not a very common feeling people talk about i would say you know like people when you say oh i'm depressed they feel oh it's just general cloud or sadness but then at this point i wasn't even feeling sad i wasn't feeling happy i wasn't feeling angry if anything i was trying to will myself to feel right and i think like that was one of the reasons i put the paid vacation there and i think i just felt like burnt out generally from work and helping out at my mom's school and everything and i just felt overwhelmed and like i just really needed a break because all of that just sort of like got to the point where i couldn't feel anymore so in asaba it was largely that but i did have a fun time i tried new places um we went to this one it's a hotel but like we didn't go to the hotel to to lodge there we're at the pool area and then there was a live band and it was so beautiful and they played all these beautiful songs from like the 90s and wow it was a beautiful experience i didn't take a lot of pictures because i wasn't in the mood to actually i think i just took more pictures of like my surrounding like when i was traveling the grass was beautiful the trees were nice you know from worry to asaba i'm not going to use a plane you're going to use road so that particular trip was nice so i was just like and i sat right in front next to the driver it was interesting to like you know just get out of worry for a little bit and i was going on my own and you know the guy next to me was an older man and he was a little chatty and majority of the people in the bus on our way to asaba were women going for some church program or something it was just nice to take in everything happening in the environment and everything so i was just taking pictures making time-lapse videos actually i just re- re- i just i just <laughs> i literally just ate my own tongue <laughs> i recently discovered the appeal and the allure of time-lapse videos and i promise you guys you're going to be seeing a lot more of those i just really enjoy watching and making them so i was making quite the number of time-lapse videos from my front seat you know i was having fun with that that was actually a very enjoyable experience for me and that's because i'm a geek but like we move (laughs) so i think that was like the major thing i was doing i didn't really take pictures or videos in the hotel i didn't really take pictures or videos when i was out nothing of the sort i think i made some videos um when the live band was playing because god their performance was amazing but like it wasn't i wasn't there to like make a video memory of my experience i think i just wanted to feel i I really wanted to feel so i was just trying to take in all the scenes and enjoy myself as much as possible so that was a paid vacation this the next gift on the list is paid salon or spa day I did not get that. Laptop is the next thing. I did not get that. (laughs) Hard drive is the next thing. I did not get that. Camera is the next thing. I did not get that. The next thing on the list is wireless headphones from Miniso. That I got because people were nice enough to send me money. (laughs) 
someone even sent me like you know the specific amount actually not the specific amount it was six thousand nine hundred and ninety naira someone actually sent me 7k like on the dots i'm like oh my god so you know i was able to get the headphones the headphones were a complete vanity buy like i was talking i was talking to a friend about how i was very desirous of getting these headphones Miniso is literally my favorite store in the world, I would say. I think that sounds very simplistic, but I do tend to enjoy some very simple things sometimes. But yeah, Miniso is like, it's most likely my favorite store. I can't even say it's one of my favorite. It's most likely my favorite store. Sometimes I literally just enter there to like look and just feel better. (laughs) So I entered there and then I came upon these wireless headphones in the color green. I actually thought they were army green but then when i got them i discovered they were like teal or something so initially when i walked into the store and i saw them i was like oh my god i need to get these at that point it just felt like you know what i needed <sighs> retail therapy exactly and that was the only thing i wanted to buy um i had this other bluetooth headset from miniso but then it was like the one ear one that you just hang and take phone calls and stuff and I just sort of needed the headphones. I really wanted to, you know, sink into the music world and just block everybody out at some point. So, yeah, when I saw that, it was it was like a dream come true. You know, like in films, <laughs> romantic movies, when they see the love of their life, <laughs> they bump into each other in high school and then books fall and you're helping the person up and your eyes just lock and, you know, you just, the eyes lock and as you're helping them pick it up, both of you are rising up and you just keep staring at each other. That was me and the headphones, okay? <laughs> they spoke to me. They spoke to me and I was just, ugh, I was just, I was hooked. Um, So I saw them in that color and I was like, oh my God, I really need to get them. And I was talking to my friend about how I really wanted to get them. And then I was also complaining about the space on my phone and how iCloud was making it difficult for me because of the compulsory wi-fi requirement to back up your stuff even though i was ready and willing to do it with just my data apple please (laughs) and then he suggested why not just get a hard drive instead of trying to get this wireless headphones from miniso but then i was like they're just like a vanity buy i know they might they're clearly not going to last forever and everything but like i just really wanted them right so i put it on the list and honestly it was like one of the first things i got immediately i saw cash i was like ha. this birthday i'm going to that store and i'm getting it they made it harder for me because they got other colors they got red they got white they got black so when i got there i was like having a back and forth like, should i get another color and then i was like you know what this was the color i initially fell in love with this is a sign to those of you that met the loves of your life <laughs> the way i met my wireless headphones from miniso they are going to be other colors oh my god you guys this is deep i really think you should get a pen and paper take note you see when it was only the teal color available i fell in love instantly and i continually craved it i was like god this is a color i want those headset headphones played in my head like the image played in my head over and over again i walk into the store another time and i see other colors and then my eyes start to shift from the first one that i fell in love with i'm like you know what white will be cool i'll look i'll, I'll look good in white or black black goes with everything or maybe red so some of you, you have seen the love of your life. You are looking outside. Go back to the love of your life. <laughs> the 
there's a reason there's a reason why you felt that connection that initial connection and it was so strong and it was so beautiful and you may not see it with the other colors you found it initially with the green you might not see it in black or white or red you might actually just be settling for those colors so anyway on my birthday i'm actually serious guys <laughs> i think i dropped a gem there so take notes but on my birthday you know i had that back and forth and then eventually i ended up getting the green i was very happy i can't even lie to you guys i was overjoyed and then i get home and i like set it up and everything and i realize it's not that loud but i then further realize that it's noise cancelling to an extent it's not like completely noise cancelling it's like 70 percent or 75 percent let's say 72 percent noise cancelling and that was perfect for me and the sound is yummy oh my god listening to certain songs on these headphones is literally orgasmic god miniso call me <laughs> i have so many products from miniso they really can't just be sleeping on me come on ah, look at how i'm selling these headphones Ah, ah. i've been thinking guys should i let that's a different topic okay let's just just tell miniso to call me that's what's important i think i'll also be an amazing model so like perfection full package full deal they should call me period all right so the next thing on the list was wigs i did not get those <laughs> the next thing was clothes i did clothes i did not get those next thing shoes i did not get those bags i did not get those but with the money that people sent me for my birthday i was able to get my mom a bag and she loved it my mom's birthday is three days after mine on the 23rd of august and then i got her a bag from miniso which she loved and she really needed a bag so it was cool and then on the 23rd, I and the administrator of my mom's school conspired and we threw her a surprise party and her joy was boundless. It was worth it. Death. Then after bags, I asked for a journal. I got that. <laughs> I got that with the money that I was sent. <clears throat> I really needed a journal and I think like that's the main reason I actually started recording this episode today. And then the last thing was... And did I already say money? Because yes, money. <laughs> Grimace emoji. So yeah, I enjoyed my birthday. It was nice. It was peaceful. I think it was a very mature birthday, which would be on point because, you know, I was becoming really old, 25. I was old, girl. <laughs> Do you understand? But like, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So... I got a journal because I have been battling depression and anxiety for a while now. I have been mulling over these thoughts about, you know, the cause of my depression and anxiety. And I've come to realize something. I'm actually very open when it comes to talking about my mental health. I do think I'm openly vulnerable with my mental health because i'm i'm feeling or dealing with a lot at the same time and i think generally to cry for help for from people who can understand from people who can help one way or the other and you know yeah i don't mind being vulnerable i think my vulnerability is one of my strengths so i don't see it as a weakness to be vulnerable with the fact that i have mental health issues and most times i wear it on my sleeve i literally wear my heart on my sleeve or my mental health issues on my sleeve so it's like one of the things that would probably come up if i'm getting close to you right 
So if I'm feeling depressed, I mean, there was a time when I would be feeling depressed and then people would be like, oh my God, how are you? And I'm like, oh, hi, hi, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, generally for people who I'm not very close to, if you ask, oh my God, how are you? And I'm depressed, I will say I'm fine. But if I'm close to you or I feel like we have a connection, I feel safe to an extent in your presence or with your friendship or a relationship, I would be more open about the fact that I'm feeling depressed or anxious or I'm not in a very good headspace mentally. Now, last year, I was a lot more open with my mental health issues than even I would have expected. I was it, it, I was so open with it. I used to go on Instagram live and just talk about it, just talk and sort of try to figure it out because like I said, it's usually like a cry for help. And I'll just like pour my mind out literally on the internet where a bunch of people would listen and people reached out, you know, gave their pieces of advice. And some people, we, it, it rekindled our relationship and like, that was good. But then what I realized is that last year, a lot of people that I was open with about my mental health, my mental health issues, <clears throat> my mental health issues and like things I was struggling with, especially when it, when it came to relationships and boys would say that, I was playing the victim a lot. I think that really got to me because no one had ever told me I was playing the victim a lot. They were like, yeah, you've been a victim several times, but like you keep going back to that card. At the time, I thought about it and then I I was I was I think I was a little taken aback and then over time that reaction became confusion because I started thinking how exactly am I playing the victim? Things that have happened to me relationship-wise um, with men, um, like sexual assault or sexual abuse, they're real experiences, right? And they dealt me a heavy blow. So, like, how exactly am I playing the victim? Do these people expect that, you know, I should be over it and I should sort of, like, not define myself by those things? I think, like, that was where they were coming from. Like, yes, those things happened, but you cannot continue to define yourself by those things. And at the time, I thought, you know what? You're right. I really shouldn't define myself by those things. And I would try to just, like, look past that. So I would try to, you know, feel better. Anytime I had any negative feelings or anytime I was dealing with any mental health issues, I would try to will myself to feel better. And I think last year, what really happened was a lot of emotions that I was to have dealt with in the past that I had bottled up came to their breaking point last year. I just was not aware of it. I was aware at a point when um, like there was a particular issue that I was like, yeah, this one, <laughs> I've kept you inside for a very long time. And clearly now you decided to start, you know, spilling that i was aware of but i did not know it was the same for like sexual assault and sexual abuse and other mental or other triggers for my mental health i was not aware that you know other triggers had gotten to the point where they started spilling so what would usually happen is um people who knew me from before 2020 would might not have been aware that oh okay i had I was battling some mental health issues. I was generally fine. I could easily, easily switch to a smile anytime, 
anytime in fact laughing is my coping mechanism so i i used to laugh a lot a lot i used to laugh a lot i used to smile a lot but i think it's only people that are very observant that would have observed that i was not smiling with my eyes or laughing with my eyes most times i fake laugh and fake smile a lot some people observe and they're like blessing please if you know this is not really funny if you know that this laugh is not genuine don't do it i was with someone in uni and he he picked up on it so much it was actually crazy to me each time he looked at pictures he was able to identify you know this one was a fake smile this one was a fake laugh and everything other people really couldn't tell the difference like either way you're smiling so what exactly are you talking about and i think um things have happened or i don't think things have happened since i was younger even before uni that i've just sort of kept in different boxes in my mind right and so people who knew me before 2020 would definitely describe me as strong because i had kept those things for so long and then one day if we were really close i would open up to you and they're like oh my god you're a really strong person you've gone through so much right that was before 2020 and then after i told them i just sort of like left out with them and they sort of became my my safe space so i was it was easy for me to open up to them in particular not necessarily like any other person i wasn't as openly vulnerable with other people like literally anybody that that would stumble upon my page would see those instagram live videos from 2020 that was not the way i was before 2020 before 2020 i was actually more secretive about the issues that i was dealing with now 2020 came and it seemed to bring with it the boiling point of all these issues because i could no longer keep them in i had kept them in for so long that at that point <laughs> i just couldn't take it anymore anybody i meet <laughs> not like i would see somebody on the street and then start telling them something but honestly in my mind it got to that extent because i was literally just telling anybody so i was way more open about my mental health issues and things i was battling with and i think because i was pouring these things on people that i was literally just meeting they felt that blessing was playing the victim card like blessing constantly played the victim and so i think it's recently i came to understand that that was what happened before that like in 2020 i always wondered like oh my god blessing are you playing the victim (laughs) these things really happen so like how exactly are you playing the victim but then i think now i have a better understanding which is that 2020 was just the boiling point right so it was just it was just out there for me 2020 was the first time that i had um attended a therapy session i have come to realize the rawness and vulnerability of mental health issues now the times when i had kept so much to myself and then i eventually opened up to people and they were like oh my god you're so strong you know you've dealt with so much and everything I used to think, yeah, this is strength. This 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 is strength. I am a very strong person. I have been through hell and back. <laughs> but I have taken it, I've I've dealt with it, and by dealing with it, I mean you know, shoved it in a box, closed the box, threw the key away, never to be opened again. <laughs> and you know, I'm never going back to that. I dealt I dealt with it, I moved on. Yeah, right now I'm fine. You know, I'm taking life by the horns and I'm moving again you know and all of that when people said oh yeah you're very strong and stuff i did not realize that these things were going to come back to bite me in the ass (laughs) 
I genuinely did not think so. I genuinely thought, oh, you know what, you moved past this and everything. But I've come to realize that dealing with mental health issues definitely takes honesty and vulnerability. It takes you owning up to those emotions that you want to lock away, to those emotions that you just want to keep in the box and never address because life does not wait for you. That's the crazy part. Life will not wait for you. Literally, you're having a meltdown. You're literally having a breakdown and life is just moving on. And the next day, responsibilities are expected of you. You're expected to deliver. Nobody cares if you have a mental health issue that's not your business. You'd be responsible on your part. Take the drugs. Go to therapy. Something of the sort. I don't care. Just deliver. Do you understand? School, work, life in general. And then it's like, huh. <laughs> you just have to shove all of them in that box and move on just have to move on regardless um but then like i said it got to the breaking point or boiling point and everything just started over spilling and then i just became more raw and more vulnerable and i mean it came with breakdowns it came with panic attacks it came with anxiety attacks it came with a whole lot last year and there were a lot of factors that affected that And then this year, 2021, at the end of 2020, I was just like, you know what? First of all, I don't want to do this law thing anymore, so I'm going to quit my job. I want to be a creative, so I'm going to focus on that. It would have been wise to stay on as a lawyer and just, you know, be seeking for creative opportunities, which I could take, but I needed a break. I really did. My intention this year was to take a gap year. An entire year. Every time I told people last year, I just want to take a gap year. But I think that the most realistic thing is to take a gap six months, right? Maybe we'll talk about gap years in another episode. But I just I just needed to take a break. Everything was overwhelming. Everything was just weighing down on me. I didn't feel like myself. At work, I was underperforming. Sometimes I wondered how my boss had not fired me. Because I was like, Blessing, this is not you. These mistakes are too petty for you to be making these. And I do hold myself to pretty high standards. And I would beat myself up. So that's like another issue. But then I knew that this was not me. And I knew it was because my mental health was terribly affected. I tried my best to take breaks last year, but it wasn't working. I felt like I needed a more dramatic break. But coming back home to tell your parents, oh well, mommy, daddy, you know, you paid for me, my school fees, (laughs) since I was in nursery school to primary school to high school, university, law school. But right now, this law thing, I just want to, I just want to take a break. Okay. I just, I just want to take a break. (laughs) I mean, my parents are cool. They're understanding, granted, but I felt like I should also, you know, throw them a bone. So I was like, I'm not coming back to sit down at home. I'm coming back. I'm going to be actively searching for jobs. (laughs) I did not want to. If we're going to be honest, I did not want to. I do think gap years come with some sort of privilege, you're taking a gap year in general. So I did not want to take, like, I did not want to look for jobs. I honestly just wanted to take a break. I'm in my father and mother's house. I'm eating their food. What am I doing again? Literally. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I could work on my own personal creative brand. (sighs) That started out well. But then the reality hit and it was like, you need funds for a gap year. 
so it would be best if you got a job so i started applying my cv is typically a new lawyer's cv right I, i wasn't like taking creative internships before i wasn't intentional i wasn't as intentional about my creative career path as i was about my legal career path i took legal internships i worked admin but in a law firm before so like everything was more legal than it was creative so presenting that cv to recruiters on linkedin was not very profitable for me i got i got <laughs> a massive amount of rejection emails oh my god over and over again over and over again i missed some opportunities because i was in worry i missed some opportunities because i literally had no knowledge of this thing you know i just started like you know second guessing myself a lot a lot was just going on and at the same time i was helping out at my mom's school and my mom believes i'm an excellent teacher and i could see the impact on the like learners as well so everything was just happening at the same time and that has just been happening over the like over the year up until this point but the truth is all i wanted to do this year was take a gap year concentrate on creating content as a cre i just wanted to be a creative this year you know for the authors but uh, you need money to buy data you need money to upload things in the authors you know you need money to communicate and all those things while my parents could have given me like you know even if it's just 10k a month like i'm sitting down at home i'm not doing anything i just sort of I mean it wasn't an idea that I actively presented to them like oh my god I want to take a gap year I sort of decided for them I sort of felt like you know what it would just not make sense for me to you know take a gap year or or say that I'm taking a gap year it would make more sense for me to say I'm looking for jobs right so that's what I did and then in January we were understaffed at my mom's school so I was like yeah sure blessing is here she can just start until she gets a job and everything so my gap year turned out to turned out not exactly as a gap year right and i think it was cuz i was not honest with myself from the beginning i did look at a lot of realistic factors that influenced that decision to say oh yeah i need to look for a job and everything but i wasn't honest with myself about what i really wanted and i think that affected my mental health to a large extent so i was coming with my mental health from 2020 into 2021 and then i just sort of like took on all these things at the same time and then um i think at the end of um the year the school year that's like july i started to feel burnt out it was like i was on the brink of burnout and then i was like ah, i will take a break but then we had to have summer classes and the administrator was like blessing please just you know help out with the summer classes and then after that you can go go and do what you want as a creative that was not the plan but i understood what she was saying where she was coming from and i'm like okay fine just the summer classes so i think we had like a two week break between you know end of school year and then summer classes starting and then um during the two week break I now said, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get my nails done." Cuz of course as a teacher, I can't get my nails done. So I'm like, "I'm going to get my nails done." Getting my nails done honestly makes me feel in control. It's just one of those trivial things <laughs> that I enjoy. That sort of makes me feel better. Like something little the way people like enjoy makeup or just like maybe working out or something. So I I went to get my nails done. 
that was nice but of course I, I couldn't have it on for like a long time and then in the beginning of august i attempted to shoot a birthday video picture it started raining it didn't go as i planned even my makeup that day was not to my taste everything just started feeling weird everything started feeling forced but i dragged myself through you know teaching summer lessons and, and then it ended Okay, before the summer lessons, no, it was during the summer lessons that I actually had that vacation to Asaba, and I think that helped a little, just a little bit. So you can see that during the summer lessons, I was already feeling numb. Um, that was an effect of the burnout that I suspected in July, which finally came to be reality throughout August. <sighs> I tried and tried and tried. But I did see myself through all that numbness and depression and then September came and I just wanted to take a break. September came, summer classes ended. I did have plans for September, I go for a creative internship, put myself out there more as a creative, get opportunities, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, I submitted things, made applications, but everything just seemed too slow and stalling and... I just doubt myself a lot because like I put myself out there as a creative and it just doesn't seem to be hitting the right things or the right mark. It just seems like I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even get responses from people that I applied to that I really wanted to work with. I don't even get responses as at, at all. So it's like, okay, that means I didn't even make it to the first stage where they're like, oh, okay, we'll call you if you know you match something. And it's like, okay, so I just have to keep putting myself out there. And trust me, this job search or like taking a gap year is just one. It's just one thing. It's just one. <laughs> out of the things that I'm dealing with, out of the things that are affecting my mental health. And like, okay, like I was saying, last year I um, I went to therapy for the first time. <sighs> That was an experience. It was actually on the 20th of October, 2020. That would later turn out to be a very remarkable day in the history of Nigeria because it was a day that my mates, the youths of Nigeria, some were murdered at the Lekki Gate. So yeah, the Lekki Gate massacre. It was one of the things I talked about in therapy. That particular therapy episode... Um, <sighs> session <laughs> that particular therapy session was actually a gift from a friend so this therapist was celebrating something and then she um she was offering sessions at a discount and i was really going through it was 2020 so i was really going through it definitely and then my friend paid for a session and i booked it and we had a conversation what that conversation did was open my mind to things that I would naturally not link reactions or issues that I was battling with at the moment that were as a result of things that I had dealt with in the past which I honestly just you know talked away locked in the back of my mind and they had come back to haunt that was a lot for me to take in I can't even lie. And then there was also the entire protest going on at the time. And just, you know, the general state of Nigeria. And then later on in the day, we would now hear that people were murdered. I would watch Instagram live sessions of people literally who were battling with gunshot wounds. And later I would see Song Wulu do some sort of inspection, do 
hospitals. Ugh. Anyway, that day was a lot, but I did have therapy. And in admitting to myself, in being honest and in being vulnerable, not even with a bunch of people watching my Instagram live right now, but like in being honest and being vulnerable with myself and being raw with my mental health issues, I realized that this is not something that I can handle on my own. I think over time when people tell you, oh my God, you're so strong, you're so strong, you're so strong. You really think, yeah, I'm strong. I can do this. I can do this. Until it gets to the point that you really cannot do it. At least not on your own. Seeking help from a therapist was really helpful. I just, it, it really helped to, to to get advice from someone who was a professional a psychotherapist, you know, who understood patterns and could help me point to stuff that I would naturally overlook or like I would not even link together. I think like that's that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned. I've also learned that when you're open and vulnerable with your mental health issues, people tend to dis- to like make your mental health issues you. I think I was generally hurt by that in 2020 you know with people saying oh you're always playing the victim and with two people in particular who just sort of like described me based on my mental health issues i do understand that if you have a close friend or like relative or whatever who has mental health issues it sort of creates a burden Because generally, I do feel like a burden, yes. Which is why I constantly crave safe spaces. I constantly crave people who are my safe space. I was thinking about it today and then I was like, what do I want in a man? Like, you know, my husband, someone I want to be in a relationship with. And it's just that. I want a safe space. I want a safe space to completely be myself. I don't want to second guess anything. I don't want to be walking on eggshells. And I definitely don't want him to be walking on eggshells around me. So I want a safe space. I want him to be my safe space and I want to be his safe space. Fun fact, (laughs) one of the reasons my ex and I broke up in 2019 was because I felt he was constantly walking on eggshells around me. So I did not feel like, you know, I was a safe space for him. I felt that 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 created some sort of toxic relationship. And I I just thought like he deserved better. And that's a fun fact. Anyway, um, I understand that, you know, it can be burdened to some. I mean, I don't even know. To some people, it doesn't feel like a burden. Like my friend that paid for therapy, I don't feel like a burden to him. Yeah. But with some other people, I definitely do feel like a burden. So I understand that, you know... No matter how much you expect your friends or family to be that safe space, right? Or how much you desire, mm -hmm, no matter how much you desire for them to be that safe space, they do have the choice to not take on that burden or not take on that responsibility. And that hurts as hell. Oh my God. That's one of the most painful rejections you're ever going to receive in your life. And then it hurts more when that's what they define you by. Like, oh my God, you're a very, you have a lot of baggage. You have a lot of baggage and I can't deal with that. And that one hurts. That one hurts a lot. Sometimes you want to help them relieve 
yourself of you know such baggage you, you don't want to be baggage anymore <laughs> so you try to like hide everything and i think that just that just makes it worse because no matter what you know it, it will still come out <laughs> you cannot hide it forever oh my god there's a song like that you cannot hide it from god <laughs> but that's from god but i'm serious though you can't hide it forever and you know they have the right to make that choice the choice hurts as hell because you know they're not choosing you and i don't even want to honestly it just feels like a reduction to your mental health like oh this person is just this person is just very stressful this person is just very stressful they have mental health issues and it's just it's just a lot it hurts it hurts to just be reduced to the strains that come with battling your mental health especially when you sort of like expect that from the person or you desire it from the person because of how much you care about that person but I think you should just remind yourself that, you know, they have a choice and it is not very easy to handle. I mean, with someone, I was even like, come on, you too, it's not like you're perfect, right? You've had issues, you've battled stuff and I was there for you. It's like, why can't you be there for me? That one hurts me a lot. But like right now, I feel better about it because I think it's taking me about seven months, but I do feel better. So that's progress. <laughs> I feel better. I can talk about it and I understand where the person was coming from. Right. And friendship, friendship breakups hurt a lot. They hurt a whole lot, but we have to move. <laughs> we move. Also, I think. I can also say this because for some other people, I don't feel like a burden and they choose me over and over and over again. Even times when my mental health is literally in the gutter, these people are there and they're like, no, I got you. I'm here for you. And I think it's just best I hold on to the love that those people are showing rather than the love I believe I lost in other people who chose not to take on that burden yeah yeah i do think i've dropped a lot of gems can you see only me in this room and i've been talking for close to an hour you people need to be awarding me Ah, uh-uh. ah. <laughs> i do think it's like a perk that comes with being an introvert <sighs> but yeah yeah anywho you guys you're going to be seeing new stuff on the author's ng i feel better today i was home alone and i think that has helped in you know dealing with my depression very recently my depression very recently got very very bad it was horrible i struggled to do basic stuff basic stuff like literally getting off my bed basic stuff like brushing my teeth basic stuff like taking a shower those were hard for me those are very hard for me. I was very, very depressed. Right now, I can't even say, oh my God, I'm perfect. Because I fear that announcing such perfection is just going to bring on more bad stuff. Actually, I don't fear that. I don't care. I just feel like, you know what? I can't really tell if I'm perfect or not. Yeah. So I think what I fear is like the lack of awareness. Yeah. Not like the lack of awareness. Like I'm scared something in the future. Oh my God, this is very warped. If you understand what I'm saying, I think you're a deep thinker and we should talk more. So it hits me up. <laughs> But yeah, um, I do feel better having spent the day alone 
um, having her thoughts, having had time with my thoughts, and I've just been reading this one book, but I do feel a little more energized to take on more tasks, to actually work out, you know, to put myself out there, organize stuff that's going to happen, organize the content content calendar for the author's NG next month, you know, collaborate with people. <sighs> I'm excited. I am to a large extent and you people should just pray for me <laughs> that God will give you the strength and the grace to execute all these things but seriously anticipate I know the page has been a little dormant recently but yeah anticipate anticipate okay good stuff's coming and good stuff just keeps coming okay <sighs> oh my god journaling journaling helps you know like journaling helps when you can't even articulate the source of your depression especially when it's different sources and everything just seems to be mushed up in your head journaling helps to sort of like identify them separate them and like put them in the specific boxes open those boxes and deal with them step by step journaling also helps me to talk to god because praying helps praying helps studying god's word helps Surrounding yourself by, you know, all the basic stuff you read on Google. Eating better, working out, sleeping better, drinking water, hydrate. Um, um, <laughs> surrounding yourself with people that care and love about you, stuff like that. Yeah. Basic Google search, stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it actually helps. But journaling, journaling, journaling does help. I was very happy to get that journal. I went back to my favorite bookstore in Worry, the one I used to go to growing up. It was a lot of nostalgia and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. I think actively seeking out the beauty in the littlest experiences it really lifts the spirit. I think it does too. You know, taking a walk, being home alone, <laughs> listening to music, reading a book, watching a different TV show, stuff like that could help. I mean, those are very little things, very little things, but I, I do think they help. I honestly did not know what this episode was going to be going in, and I honestly don't know what it has been coming to the end. But I do hope you got something. I think like that's very important to me, that you got something from this. I think like one of the reasons that I don't think I know, <laughs> that one of the reasons I, I'm also vulnerable um, and open with my mental health issues and wearing my heart and sleeve on my sleeve is because I see that it also helps people. People reach out to me, people like ask questions. Like one of my friends was having a panic attack and she reached out to me. I was so honored that day. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. In this person's most vulnerable state, they saw that they could reach out to me because this is something that you know I've relayed, that I've experienced and I've dealt with and I'm a little, just a little better with it. And then they're like, yeah, I can reach out to this person. It's nice to be the safe space for people. I can't even lie. <laughs> I don't know why I desire to be the safe space and why I want a safe space as well, but it's just what I want, okay? I think it's not far-fetched. I like, can trace my own mental health history and stuff, but let's not delve into that. If this helped you and you'd love to share it, or if you know it's going to help someone else, please share it, okay? Um yeah i mean if you want to talk to me about it that would be nice if you have any pieces of advice that would help us as well that would be nice <sighs> all right so you have two minutes till 
it's an hour she died in thinking an hour <laughs> i don't know I was, I was going to suggest new music to you guys but i don't know there's lots of new music on my like in my head right now so i mean i got that um <laughs> there's a podcast that i'm currently listening to the fake deep radio and they do the music suggestion thing at the end of the episode and that's what i was attempting to do but i think i'm sort of more overwhelmed right now and okay now i have a minute to end this i'm not making one hour but i'm sure it'll be an hour because when i put the intro video okay guys bye thank you for listening um don't forget to follow us on all socials we'd love to hear from you and interact with you bye guys